I just wanted to send a quick thank you to our sponsors at Let's Get Checked. They're the leading provider of helpful at-home health tests, including fertility, sexual health, and my personal favorite, the thyroid test. I took it and the process was incredibly easy, fast, and painless. Some of the main symptoms of thyroid imbalance include weight gain, depression, and impaired memory. Get your test delivered straight to your door by ordering today. Join Let's Get Checks community with an exclusive offer just for LovePod listeners. Use the coupon code LOVE20 for a 20% discount. That's L-O-V-E-2-0. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the moment you've all been waiting for, part two of our 90-day gaze, Megasode. Please remember to consult a real medical doctor before getting any plastic surgery because our opinions are unsolicited and really unprofessional. We're back. We are back. We are back. Do you think anybody on Too Hot to Handle has had work done? Um, pre or post the reunion? Let's go with post. Uh, oh, Haley yeah. got Haley got some flotation devices implanted. Yes, she I did see that. Huge tits. Clearly, Francesca is getting her lips done more and more. I also. I, I don't think she got her boobs done since then. I think they already were. Francesca? Uh, but Francesca's got her lips done more. She did. Uh-huh. Um, I also think she got a little bit more Botox as well. I actually think Rhonda got, maybe got. Uh, she got a little something. Done. A little s- stuff done. Yeah, yeah, I think she's very natural, but she got some stuff done. Um, and like, to be oh, honest. Chloe got her lips done. Yeah. And D- Dina, like their publicists will just tell them. And it's almost non-negotiable. It's kind of sad, actually. Like, Look, if you want to be popular yeah. on this show, you need to get your lips done, lad. <laughs> We're not putting look. you on camera if you don't have a lot of fillers in your face. They need to look fruity and juicy like some bloke wants to kiss you. <laughs> okay, you- when, I, when I ask you to do an English accent on the show, you can't do that. <laughs> you wind up sounding like Big Van Dyke. Sorry, I interrupted you. you know what? No. Character of an agent, I could drop oh, into it easier. Jesus, sorry. I'm a method actor. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so you're in it from the beginning or not in it at all? Yeah. I don't see the character, I can't make yeah, it. Yeah, you're so serious. Have I'm like a Dan- Daniel Gay Lewis. Daniel, I love all of your your ways of working gay and everything else into. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's so entertaining. <laughs> it is. It's fun. I wish we were creative like that. We're just, we've worked the word love in. It's not really, we're not at your level yet. Maybe one day. You gotta have everything. Gotta have everything. Back to Too Hot to Handle. Uh, What were you expecting before you watched this? Um, (laughs) We were watching, I think we were expecting like a Love is Blind-ish thing because that's what uh well, netflix was kind of selling it as i was expecting um or love island you know it was kind of to me gonna be somewhere between porky's two and, <laughs> and the princess diaries two either way not but, good but julie andrews wasn't in number two she wasn't she wasn't not gonna be good uh, uh, I don't, I don't know what we were expecting, but as soon as we saw a preview and there was a fucking air freshener that talked like an Alexa, <laughs> uh, we kind of went, yeah, I think we need to recap yeah, well, yeah. this. 
Would yeah. you uh, rather? Uh huh. Okay. See another season of Too Hot to Handle or listen to your heart? Too Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle. In a second. Yeah. In a second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because Too Hot to Handle, which honestly, we liked some parts of it much better than, you know, we didn't on our podcast, we did this on an app a couple of years ago. We recapped the US version of Love, Love Island. Oh, it was a mess. And it was a mess because it took itself so seriously. And because it was on ABC, it had to be watered down. We appreciated this was on Netflix. We actually think if they do it again, they should actually make the show uh, season two a little dirtier. Yeah. You and think? they like, well, let like if people cuss, like, you know, they cut like, like they beat yeah. out all the stuff Lana said, like they should have kept that in. And like the fact they don't, if all they need to do is put like, uh, people who are like identified as either bi or LGBT, um, and then the show would be so much more interesting. Like just have three or four people that are bi that could be with a man or a woman. Oh, and fuck people. Yeah, the, the, that bank account would go. <laughs> we are doing. I don't think we'd ever do a too hot to handle spinoff, but we're doing uh, what we call Bachelor in Zoomadice online, which is a Bachelor oh, boy, in Paradise it's a, spinoff. It's a fucking mess, isn't it? Oh my God, it's so fun. But what we didn't expect was that, and we have a couple of bycast members. We want to do a gay season, but we only have four gay applicants. So we need more, we need uh, more there we LGBTQ go. friendly uh, cast members to join. But they're actually yeah. forming genuine love connections. We just had Who a couple. Knew? Yeah. And that wasn't why we cast, <laughs> I don't want to lie, but that wasn't why we cast it. We cast it for entertainment. Right. Um, and yeah, so I was surprised, but I just. Is it that mostly are most of them are the bi people, women or men or women. people I say female? Yeah, usually, because it, I just to be honest with the cultural stigmatization around bisexual men. It's really hard for someone to see Love Island as an example to see a, a man who is bisexual as someone who can be with a woman. Uh, in, on television, anyway. Which I hate, because why does it matter? I know. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. Um, and Love is Blind, obviously, with Carlton. With Carlton. I want yeah, to get was, into that a bit. But... Who was not a good representative of the bisexual community oh, at was, all. We hated him. Yeah. Probably not any. I don't want to say too much, because he, he's threatened to sue us so many times, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> But okay, we'll back off. No, that's, that's uh, because he's a horrible yeah. person. Yeah, like not a good representative, really, of any community. I'll say not yeah. particular. No. Not particular. It was so interesting that there were some um, uh, viewers of the show who came for uh, who uh, came for what was his girlfriend? Diamond. 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 He that came for Diamond more than Carlton. We love Diamond. Um, and we thought that she was completely just talking about his um, his bisexual identification would not have been a problem. He made that the issue. The, yeah. And that wasn't the issue. The issue was is that he was a scapegoating, gaslighting asshole. Exactly. It had nothing to do with his sexuality. He was just using that as of, you should feel sorry for me because I'm going through this bi thing when had he had been honest, and truthful and been authentic from the beginning, we don't think Diamond would have had a problem with it. Yep. I initially, when I watched it, 
said, I wasn't a fan of either of them. The way they took that argument, even though it's reality TV, was too far with the, the, the oh. physical aspects. Um, but having seen Carlton's true personality now, oh, I am yeah. 1,000% Team Diamond. Well, he was he was literally like he had someone had to basically call on him because they thought he was going to harm himself. So I, he's yeah. been he's been in a really bad place. So it's not like we wish ill on him. I, oh no, of course not. Obviously, yeah. coming out for a black man in the world is a is whole a very different, different thing. We yeah. do not understand. I, I have some. We have some insight from our work and, but, with clients. But it it is a much deeper for black and Latino men and and honestly just non white men Asian men too yeah any so minorities it's a much deeper thing so we have empathy for that I have total empathy for that I think what bothers is that that doesn't just because you're going through something really horrible does that does not mean you can treat someone else like an asshole yeah and you can't you can't come from the high moral ground because you're going through something and I. I try to give some leeway because obviously he is going through something and you know, you want to be sensitive to that. And I, I try not to hate too much except that it's reality TV. So you kind of can't avoid it. Yeah. They're, they're out there for public consumption. Yeah. Right. So I think it is kind of fair game. And when you you're consistent about kind of being a dick then. And he was, definitely was. Mm -hmm. And to some extent still is. Oh, weirdest thing about uh, Carlton is even in the when they first went to by themselves, he had that that hat on that was like da- daddy, and he was acting like he was playing a part. Like, what are you gonna do for me? You know, because it was, that was this weird vibe. Yeah, that's and, when he changed when he yeah. went out of the house. Yeah, because when he was in the pods, he was much, and we was hid behind. He could be a little bit more of his authentic self, but at the same time, he could also. If you don't have to see someone, um, you can be you can more fake it. Whether or not himself. he's bi or gay or whatnot, we don't care. But then when he got out to the real world, and we know that from being gay people, it's like if you put us in a room as teenagers with a bunch of girls, we could totally be ourselves and be comfortable. But if you put us in an assembly with mixed company of boys and guy, uh, girls and guys, we would clam up. Yeah, more. I agree. And that's- that's kind of what I was taking when he did switch into daddy mode was he oh. was anxious and nervous, but now I'm not so yeah. sure that that then was he started playing a part. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I would love to see him come for Jake because Jake would shut him <laughs> down in 10 I seconds. would. I would. And he would talk about something about my lawyer. I'm like, honey, you don't have a lawyer. And if she does, she charges you by the hour and it's probably $50 an hour. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I would dare, dare her to come for me. Yeah. You know, we there was no reason for him to even do it. And not that there's a reason for anything he does necessarily. I was being nice trying to reach out because other people, as if we knew him and were friends with him, had come to me saying, you know, I'm really concerned. I think you should do something. And it wasn't, they weren't coming from a good place. They just wanted to start something, which they did successfully. Because then I went to Carlton, said, hey, are you okay? At first he was appreciative and then I followed back up with him and he just flipped the switch and yeah. totally went off. And um, I can see, you know, I didn't realize the person wasn't being genuine when they said they had concerns for him and I didn't really know what was going on. But 
when you hear somebody's going to hurt themselves, of course you want to step in. And yeah, then that's he, when you try to help. Right, but he uh, accused us of clout chasing for his fourteen hundred <laughs> Twitter followers. <laughs> Hold oh. on! Hold on! Clout chasing. Get off the cross. We need the wood, bitch. <laughs> wow. And I mean, he does have a lot of followers on Instagram, but on Twitter, he really doesn't have that many. And we're just nice people. It's not about, we don't care if he comes on the podcast or not. We don't care. You know, it's not about that. We do this for fun. But yeah, totally. if I were going to clout chase, don't you think I'd go after like Lauren and Cameron or, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. He was kind of the loser of the season. Yeah. <sighs> wow. I'll wow. make that call. So. Would yeah. you say he's the most controversial cast member then of the season? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Although some people would say it was Gigi. Um yeah. because people speculated about her. I thought Gigi was uh uh nutty as a fucking squirrel tree, but <laughs> um I still loved her and yeah. I felt like she was being her most authentic self a lot of times. A lot of people thought she was like acting like she was in a t telenovela. There was a big criticism of Gigi that she was being bigger. Um, I think that's just Gigi. I agree. I think that's yeah. how she grew up. That's part of her life. Oh, yeah. and... you, we, we met her mother. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> no, I'm how saying we she... met her mother on the show. Uh, sorry. Oh, that's right, that's right. I'm thinking. Yeah. Also, I had all sorts of questions. Oh, um, I would love to meet Gigi's mother too. She actually is, I don't know how good friends they are, but she's friends with a friend of mine. And when the show first came out, uh, I started kind of Googling them all and I saw that we had a common connection. And so I asked a friend of mine, oh my God, you know, Gigi, you know, Giannina. And he used to work with her, I think at Universal. Yeah. And I was like, you have to, get her on the show and then they just and she's very friendly I've, I've reached out a couple times on instagram but i was watching it back and i was like oh i don't know if she's gonna want to do this but she's really nice about talking about it all and being yeah. open about it so i don't think it's an act personally. she did not she did not come off very well on the show because the way they they literally found probably they probably found her craziest moments more than they found the others um, more than jessica you know what <laughs> I, oh. I take that back well, <laughs> Jessica, Jessica Jessica you felt a toxic feeling from the beginning uh Gigi you just felt like she was a little lost and she was just a little bit all over the place sporadic Jessica you knew was going to be a toxic dark cloud over the show led by episode two yeah I I've heard she got a bad edit and I, to me, and you know, no, you, uh, I mean, <laughs> I am all for giving someone a bad edit, but that is, that is, I mean, yes, I think she probably did, but well, but, but, the, <laughs> idea, but the idea that she went to Amber and said, I need to talk to you about something. So Darnell said he loved me tonight. Darnell, Bar you mean Barnett? Oh, Barnett, <laughs> Darnell. <laughs> Darnell, that's so, season two coming so in 2021. Barnett, Barnett was about to say he loved me tonight. Um that that on the if you were if you did on The Bachelor, they would string you up. Um and so she was naturally the villain because in a way she was she probably came in there with strategy. 
to try to kind of, I feel like that, that, cause that she's very corporate. She's her job is in corporate. Mm-hmm. She's very much a work oriented person. So she was almost coming in there. Like it was some kind of reality competition show. I felt mm-hmm. that from moment one. Um, and then when she would drink her wine, uh, <laughs> then it became, then she became more and more toxic and, uh, you know, the biggest star of the whole season for us was Jessica's dog. Um, we love Peyton, Peyton here. who drank wine from her cup and went, I just hope that no one is ever going to take my wine away. I just <laughs> wish, I wish she would give me a Cabernet instead of this cheap ass Rosario. We, we did, we did, we did the drunk dog's voice. Many uh, times. It was, it was, it was the one voice that I really hated to be, to say goodbye to. Well, she just recently, I think within the last day or two, did an Instagram post digging herself about giving her dog wine. So you might be able to bring it back. Oh, she yeah. she said she was she was she was like basically shitting on herself. Yeah, and it was I think it was an ad too for some kind of alcoholic <laughs> beverage. It was like I did oh, not give this to my course. dog or something. Of course, at least she knows her brand. Yeah, she does. <laughs> the thing about Jessica is. I feel like she did come on trying to make a bigger name for herself and her personality just did not show itself in the same way you, she didn't have that kind of glowing light that Gigi had um, or Lauren had on camera. She just did not come off that way. And, and they gave her a bad edit. I'm sure she's probably a nice person, but on camera, she doesn't have that. Oh, I'm attracted to you vibe. Like, cause most she people, just, most people are like, there are people who are on television celebrities who are not, besides being physically attractive there, there's something about their spirit or who themselves are that you're attracted to. She doesn't have that like Gigi or Lauren or even, even well, she, Amber, she's joyless. even Amber. She's joyless. Yeah. She's she kind of joyless. doesn't have fun. I think she is. I actually think I, part of me feels, I feel sorry for her in that. I think she is crippled with anxiety. I think she probably has a stressful job. Yep. And she is just anxious all the time. She's talked about her relationship with her parents. Hasn't always been great. I think she's always doubting herself. It's hard for her to make decisions. And I think, honestly, this is the worst type of situation for her personality type to be in. Yep. And she's super, and she's super results oriented. Everything is about how, what she can get right can now. Can be in the now. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think was why she went with the because she really technically should have probably walked when she, she should have walked. With Barnett. I I think the biggest idiot though of the whole fucking season is Mark. Because I'm <laughs> sorry, he, that man is stupid. I mean, you know, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know if a freight train hit him on the ass. What was he coming? Is, <laughs> he, is, he is the kind of guy who will be in relationships, will be cheated on again and again and again and again, because he is not, number one, he's just not picking up any signals that his partner is sending them. None. Um, He's clueless. He seemed like a perfectly nice person, but he he just, he was the least empathetic of everyone on the show. Not sympathetic. He just didn't pick up any clues. Just think about, if you're dating someone Look, if I'm dating someone and they take their wine glass and give wine to their dog, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. And then they drink out of the wine glass. Oh, God. That was a red flag. Yeah. And you love animals. And you're like, I wouldn't drink after my fucking I love dogs, dogs too. Oh, no. 
but I, no. And I've said that's the one thing. I will forgive her for everything else but giving that dog wine because that's obvious it's toxic for dogs and i don't know how she didn't know that and um, she's like oh my god she loves her wine i know <laughs> i know and she really did look like she loved it that was not her first sip let's be real no um i love a good bottle of bottle of chateau <laughs> every night Ooh, kendall jackson that's my favorite mama <laughs> That I'm so glad you're bringing it back. Kendall Jackson. That dog loves Kendall Jackson. And if that wasn't a red flag enough, getting drunk and telling Mark that you find Barnett sexy. Oh, uh, oh I mean, come on. That was an episode I watched and I squealed. Oh, my God. And the fact that Mark was like, this is it. This is finally enough, but then still took her back. I'm like, you're just, you're so, you're, he's just, he needs to not date anybody for like 10 years I, or get completely stomped on. I feel like something, something, he doesn't have a good self opinion of himself. Um, and that's sad. Yeah. Neither does she though. Do you think he would be good on, I feel like he would fit on a uh, 90 day fiance. Oh, he, he would fall in love he with somebody. Would oh. be, he would he date, is Corey. He would, he would date, huh? <laughs> He's a Corey. He is a Corey. Corey from the other way. He is a Corey. That is exactly what he is. From Corey and Evelyn. Um, yeah. uh, he is a Corey. That is the truth. Um, he would date some girl from like uh, Finland or Iceland and they would <laughs> completely know him. Yeah, like Blake. Yeah, like poor Blake from last season with Blake and Jasmine. And they're still married. Was a robot. I could see him like some Brazilian supermodel picture, and then he get he does the, uh, the trip overseas, and then it's you know a man who's it's like Bubba, he's five like, six, so... four hundred pounds. <laughs> can we? He's like, can we make this work? <laughs> I still love uh, you, baby. I love still you. love you. Did you like the reunion, or were you disappointed? Hmm. Well, Vanessa Lachey was better in the reunion. She was better, but honestly, like all of these reunions that feel like we're all in this weird, like studio that's like 400 square feet are are (laughs) creepy to me. Um, And the rug was terrible. We both agreed that the rug, rug, uh, it was terrible. It was, um, it was okay. I would give it like a, uh, let's go like one to 10. I'd give it like a, a five. It was just kind of in the middle. We didn't really either. I feel like a reunion needs to be either entertaining and tongue in cheek, or it needs to be revealing there, some yeah, new there information. No, there to was us. no emotional stuff. There was just like Jessica barely spoke and it might've been that her her uh, participation was only that she wouldn't talk that much. I think Jessica's horribly embarrassed by the way she's perceived. Oh, yes, perceived. she is. But I, I did enjoy when Amber read her in the reunion. But that, and the, but the whole Carlson and Diamond stuff, he was so just playing a part yeah. and so gross. Um, let's, Dina, I have one question yeah. for you. Sure. And Amber, yay or uh-huh. nay? Big yay. Love Amber. <laughs> love her you love her i'm he like, doesn't i love her i i don't like her um not because i love her opinion her, her attitude or i don't like her attitude i find 
her, um, I, I find her to be really performative uh, for think? the camera. I yeah. thought she was more like she I was just, just being herself and that's just her personality. That's what I thought so too. Well, if that's true, I don't like her personality. Because so <laughs> you don't see, I mean, you see like Lauren and Cameron everywhere. You see Gigi and Damien everywhere. Amber and Barnett really aren't doing that much press-wise. I don't think neither of them are very savvy. I mean, Gigi and Lauren are savvy as fuck. They were influencers before they started the show. They were not. Lauren was. Lauren was. Gigi, this is hot tea. Hot tea. I'm not oh, tea. Spill it. I told you this. I am not supposed to say this because okay. I know a friend of a friend of a friend in LA who helped was involved some way. Like they knew someone who was involved in the show. Rumor is Gigi, they said that she was an entrepreneur. She was working at a hair straightening kiosk at a mall when they found her. <laughs> okay. Which so, there's nothing wrong with that. At least you have a job. There's no shame in that at all. I'm not making fun of that at, at all. Actually, anybody who works for a living, I I think I'm proud for you. But I'm saying they promoted her. It's like she was Jake the whole time was like, she is an entrepreneur. I think she owns her own boutique. I did not. I did say she. <laughs> She, she owns owned her own, own store. She I has she, to. I thought she owned her own clothing boutique. But she does she was it. wearing her designs on the So show. the fact that she, and I actually mean that not as a dig to her, it's but amazing. as a credit to her, yeah. that she has taken this yeah. and made it to what it is now and is such an yeah. influencer. She was. She's, she's a very intelligent she woman. She was and is my favorite person from the show. I like her too. I like, G I love Gigi and Damien together, which, because I think they're a complete odd couple, but it, Works. They are complete opposites. Complete. But he's and got a nuts. Y'all, we talked about this. We talked about BD <laughs> BDF, which is big dick face. Damien has a big dick face and he has a huge it, penis. It's like, Woo! Yeah. Well, the Costa of <laughs> But she didn't she wasn't digging it. He didn't bring it with that argument, but that brutal yeah. argument when they were standing in two different rooms. I'm not because saying he was good in bed. Here's the thing. There is a big difference, Dina. I'm sure you can know this. Big difference <laughs> between people who have a huge dick and people who know how to use it. Like Barnett, it's not huge, but oh, well, Barnett man. knows how to use <laughs> I mean, it's just. He's not good at a lot, Dina. Ladies. <laughs> But he, he was given the gift knowing how to fuck. I mean, yeah, he just he just circles with his butt that you don't even know can be done. So if you, you know had like, if you had to pick a bandwagon to jump on, would it is it safe to say it would be Barnett's? You mean guys? Oh no, there's no, only one man be, for us. It the only man for me is Cameron. And the only man who has both of those. Polly's of BDF Cameron, and knows how to do it is Cameron. Cameron would look <laughs> smile at smile at you when he was when he was pummeling you. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you would hold your face and cry and rap to you at the same and time. <laughs> there is not a better that that is the two most attractive qualities in a man. He would to talk pummel about, yeah. and to cry. He would say every part of you is beautiful, even like your inner thighs like it's so beautiful. Like <laughs> He would worship you, and you just would be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, Cameron, 
It's always been Cameron. Always Dana. Cameron. It's for the always win. been Cameron. <laughs> you guys crack me up. I. Oh my gosh. I I think we need to move on to ninety days because it's getting a little too hot in here. Sure. <laughs> All this camera talk. I, camera talk. I, I don't get that condom for that fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> um, ninety days. I really, we talked about catfishing before, but how do they not know they're being catfished? You mean like Yolanda? Yeah. Um, I think I think Yolanda number one, uh, and Fry by TLC has reported on this sometimes. Is uh, Yolanda actually uh, the Obviously, the segments are produced, um, so it is made in such a way to make someone appear that they don't understand, but. Yolanda was basically catfished by someone. Then she met someone, and then they kind of it's, rewrote this it's story. Kind of like all Caesar, around like it. it had happened already, but they rewrote it. But yeah, they okay. It. But, but don't worry, Yolanda and Caesar are not Mensa members, but they were cat. <laughs> I, I don't mind that when they recreate as much because it did happen to them. Yeah. Um, I think though the, the main going back to your initial question. We believe the stories we tell ourselves. Yeah, and whatever and people that are is, very lonely, and I can t I can tell myself anything. I can if I'm that yeah. lonely. And if you are, your husband's in prison. I she is a perfect candidate to get catfished because she is just, and I we feel for her. She is very lonely. Yeah, and she lost all that weight, but she's still that person yeah. inside. And she thinks when you lose a bunch of weight, you think. Suddenly now I will be confident. Suddenly now I will love myself. And you realize nothing has changed nope. on the in inside unless you have changed the inside. Right. I That's so true. And I uh, had been through, I didn't get catfished, but I've been through something similar where I lost a bunch of weight and I was like, I'm going to be so confident now. And it doesn't change who you are as a person. It just changes no. how much you weigh. Yeah. It just changes and you have to choose to change your perspective. Uh, you mentioned they were uh, produced a little bit, but do you think it's a lot of producer influence or do they just really get themselves into these situations? I mean, we tend to stay out of that. We yeah. don't, I mean, maybe a little bit. I'm sure there, it is produced, but it's, yeah. It's a, it's a very heavily produced show. It is heavily scripted, but these people are real. And it comes um, from real situations. Yeah, and so... And I, I, we kind of see it is as like one of these people is representing probably like three hundred other people who've done the same exact thing. And, yeah. So it's all a slice of life that is actually happening. And you know, we, I, I remember when we first started, and maybe that has changed, but Jake and I don't really love a lot of fake reality shows. I think that's what bugs me so much about The Bachelor. It's just yeah, it's so, it's just basically a novella. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. so scripted. But I did some research and kind of asking around and digging around to people that we know in reality and stuff. And at the time, this was like a year ago, but 90 Day Fiance is considered one of the least storied, yep. scripted, uh, uh, least storied not, uh, documentary reality shows, which means a lot of it is coming from truth. A lot of it is not scripted per se. So a lot of it is coming from the reality, which we enjoy. The reason I ask that is because I've heard that uh, Love is Blind was very just cash driven and they didn't step in a lot. Maybe in the editing side they did, but yeah. not a lot of producers coming in and telling people what to do or how to act. 
And I don't think you see that a lot in reality TV. No, that's true. If, if, if that's true for Love is Blind, that's very interesting. I did not know that. Well, if Love is Blind is a little different in that 90 Day Fiance is real people. And by me, like, it's very much documentary. It's real people who have gone through this legal process, who have met someone, they're going through this K-1 process. It's They really kind of have more on the line. Whereas I think Love is Blind is more of these people... If you're going to be on The Bachelor or that type of show, or you're going to be on Love Island, you know that you're going to be on there to be on reality TV and promote yourself on reality TV. Um, I think some of the 90-day people think that, but I think a lot of them don't. I really feel like they genuinely, you know, like Anna and Marcel, they did not want to be reality stars. But then why go on the show? For the money, you know, they get like $2,000 an episode. I think oh, that's really? what they do. Yeah, they get paid. That's why Yolanda wanted to do this, I heard, is that um, you can talk to like Fraud and people like that. She knows more than we do. But yeah, you're, Yolanda was paid like two, $3,000 an episode to do this. So that's, if you look at a lot of these people. A I'm lot not of familiar these, with $2,000 an episode. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of these people don't. You know, a lot of people say, oh, the K-1 process is so expensive for us to do. Like, you look at Tiffany and Ronaldo. It's Ronald. Like Ronald, whatever. Why do whatever. you keep saying Ronaldo? He's from <laughs> South Africa. Because I wish he was from South America. And oh. he was <laughs> um, but More like less scary. Yeah. But, like, Tiffany and Ronald, she's like, oh, it's so expensive. And uh, Rachel and John, oh, it's so expensive. Well, it's cost about, at least from the research I've done, just Googling, it's about... $2,500 to go through the process. That's plus the airfare and stuff they buy. So it's not cheap. Don't get me wrong. But, but they like, could get like three episodes would pay for three. Exactly. Pieces. That's what so <laughs> somebody who, would pay for three, three husbands. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Exactly. Where do you think, where do you think Rachel and John got the money to apply for the K-1 visa? They did 90 day fiance and then, oh, now they've been able to apply. <sighs> Angela, she's, Angela, she's one, my, she's one of my favorite. Angela cards. had nine hundred dollars in her checking account when she <laughs> thought Michael drained it. She doesn't have the money. She's a hospice worker. They do not make a lot of money. Yeah. So this show was able to pay for that for her. Is that how Big Ed was sending all those gifts every week? Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> I think he makes okay do you, money. Do you see this, Rose? This is called a Teddy. I have a dog named Teddy, but this is a different kind of Teddy. Thank you yeah. for talking down to me. Larry just needed money. Oh, wait, you're talking, you said Teddy, Teddy. different Teddy. Yep. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Teddy the dog. They always get their dogs involved, too. Leave them out of this they mess. Do. They didn't sign up to be on TV. They no, can't consent. They didn't. No. no, Teddy did not consent. Except for Larry's dog, Baby Rose. Baby Rose knew <laughs> what she was at. We always said Baby Rose was like, Smoking a cigarette, just like she was an old Chihuahua. Wow, what a fucking loser! <laughs> I've seen a lot in this alley. <laughs> Is that the dog in your alley with the homeless guy? Yes, yeah. baby Rose. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of things happen for us in an alley. You know? A lot of things yeah. in an alley for us. <laughs> um, do you th- I, have you guys watched Married at First Sight as well? 
Um, we've watched a couple episodes. We watched a couple. We did one, but so in our Gatreon, we do every month. We do an episode that's not ninety day related, just kind of by curious called by curious something we <laughs> want to watch or something people have mentioned. And so we did a by curious at Mary first sight. People really liked it. Um, I was pretty appalled by the show um, more than I thought I would be uh because everyone just gets married by experts and then they have to work it out it's like coming at it from the other way yeah it felt much more fake to us too whereas like we did a by curious of love after lockup and we totally could get riveting. into that show it was <laughs> riveting i'm gonna i'm that's on my agenda to start because oh, we want to start talking about that, it it's an absolute fucking mess and it's wonderful <laughs> season two was like 50 episodes long i think season three is starting in a month yeah i gotta catch up before it comes out but the reason i asked was because i've heard and i haven't done the math but that the success rate for the marriages on married at first sight is just in the toilet you would be better off just picking somebody off the street and marrying them then you would yeah. be being matched by these experts so, no, I totally agree. And 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 you get that because they're maybe they've had like I want to well, say five or six seasons and like one or two have been together. Can we define experts? Remember <laughs> that? I mean, what was it, Dr. Dolittle or what? The doc remember the doc the experts were ridiculous. They're like Dr. Pepper. The Dr. Pepper, yes. yes. <laughs> there was her name was like Pepper. Dr. Pepper Schwartz. Dr. Pepper yes. Schwartz. Dr. But she Pepper goes Schwartz. by Dr. Pepper. Yes. They, I'm telling you, they were. were and there we, was Pastor Cal, and there was Pastor another Calvin. woman. And then, they are uh, not, this is like, they are like the the same people, like the same people that are these scientists are the same scientists on like Trump's Corona committee. They don't know <laughs> shit. The truth. I heard Dr. Pepper is actually an advisor on the Corona committee. That's amazing. Really? No. Oh my God. No. You know what? We're all fucked. We're all fucked. <laughs> if Dr. Pepper. I was going to say, considering that, that he has those two WWE stars on there, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it, it wouldn't make, it would make sense. It's true. Yeah. Um, If you guys had to do any of these reality shows, which one would you do? Um, oh, for sure. I would, for me, it'd be Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> in a, sorry, bachelors into your heart. It would, it would be me and, and I would, and I'm, you know, I'm a singer and I'm a, I'm a voice teacher and I would, I would start shit in that house like they've never seen. <laughs> and I'd find a way to get to, to be with this woman who we definitely be, have a, have a, a agreement that we were just using each other. Like um, and we you would, would date Natasha then? Yes. Yes. Thanks again, Matt and Jake from the 90 Day Gaze podcast for dropping by the love pod. Don't forget to follow them at 90 Day Gaze on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, support the show and find some of that sweet, sweet merch at patreon.com backslash 90 Day Gaze. Follow our show at Love Pod Podcast on Facebook Instagram, Twitter, and now on YouTube. Of course, if you like our show, please go ahead and let us know on Apple Podcasts by leaving five stars and some kind words in your written review. As always, thanks for loving love with us, and we'll see you next week.